All right, everyone, it is time to talk turtles once again. And this time is no different. This is going to be a cringe fest. And would this podcast be anything without something cringeworthy or without something that makes you scratch the top of your head and wonder, like, what the hell did I just listen to? No, it would not. And today's video I'm, I'm going to talk about is, ah, Jesus Christ, is, this is something weird. I kind of held off on it because I couldn't bring myself to sit 45 minutes and bear to watch my four heroes growing up subject themselves to this junk but they did and it wasn't it wasn't pleasant it was very uncomfortable that's the word i'm looking for i by the time i was done i was really annoyed with how the turtles were portrayed in this whole thing and uh you know might as well just get on with it right we're going to talk about the 1990 talk show appearance of the Ninja Turtles on the Oprah Winfrey show. So before we truly get started, let's go back in time just a little bit to last year. And early on when I started podcasting, I, I, I knew that I wanted to do a Ninja Turtle episode. Little did I know that I was going to talk about them almost every month, at least once a month. Well, I did it on the making of the Coming Out of Their Shells tour. It was something that I loved watching since I was a kid. I still liked watching it when I was an adult. Uh, I love the music. I love the whole theatrics. I just thought it was over the top, unnecessary entertainment. And I look back at it with very fond memories. And I know a lot of people don't like it. Oh, well, that, that's your opinion. These are mine. But it's just something that I'm going to continue to have like nostalgia goggles on for. And they're never going to come off. But in that episode, I did talk about the Oprah Winfrey show just a tad bit. And I kind of thought to myself, maybe one day I'm going to do an episode on that whole interview. Well, today's that day. Today's the day that I got the courage to sit 45 minutes and watch this shit unfold before my very own eyes and was it a trip was it something that was really unexpected and like i said i never really brought myself to do it i was like i, I don't have the courage to do this i i can't and uh for the sake of doing this episode i did for you guys you see you see how you see how i am i'm really nice here jesus not, not everything i say is garbage and i'm not talking trash 24 7 I, I really am but i'm just trying to save face here now Anyways, early in 1990, the Turtles did this huge promotional machine behind the Coming Out of Their Shells tour, and Oprah was one of the stops. Now, I know she's done retrospectives on her whole career, but the Turtles are never brought up, and nobody's ever really asked her about this. I really wish I could get some insight to what went on in her mind when they did bring up the whole concept of bringing these guys on her show. Because back then, her show was completely different than what it is now, if it's still going on. I know she's got her own, like I said, she's got her own channel. But back then, it was about, it was along the lines of the Maury Povich show. You know, a lot of a lot of baby daddy stuff, a lot of people wanting to bang midgets or circus tents or whatever it is that they're doing. I, I don't know, but it, I just remember it being extremely weird. She had a lot of weird topics early on in her career. So for this one, I know it went right up the alley. But I always wanted to know, like, what was her thought process before and after? 
because in this, she really just does not care. She does not give a shit about anything that they're saying. She does not care. She treats like them like they're lower class citizens. She is just all over the place. And then she goes and asks. Those are the first question she asked, by the way. Go ahead and listen to this. Hey, dudes, I understand that you guys have a cartoon and everything. Yeah, we're the coolest. You know, we got a cartoon. That's how we got started. You know, they made a cartoon about us and then, you know, the movie and everything. But now we're out meeting people live, face to face, on tour, on the road. It's totally cool. What yeah. I don't understand is how you can be in the cartoon and then you can be here. Do you understand that? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Do you understand it? how is it? Can, can you explain it to me? How can they be in the cartoon and then they can be here? Because um, they first they do it and then they put it on TV and then they can be here now. Good well, thank you, little girl, for clearing that up for us. Jeez, what a great answer that she gave, right? I, I was going through life often wondering how could there have been the turtles on a cartoon and in live action at the same time? And she really put it in a perspective for me. God, I sound like an ass. But anyways, why would Oprah ask something like that? Like, did she come up with these questions herself? She couldn't have been that stupid. But I'll tell you what is stupid. The rest of the questions that these kids ask. Now, you're probably going to say, wow, that's very insensitive. These kids are just having fun. They're so innocent. Yeah, but you know what? I would have probably asked the same dumb questions, too. So here's a little bit of a compilation on what you're going to hear in the Oprah Winfrey Show. Stand up. Ask him. Where's your bed? Where do you sleep? Who gave you your names? Who gave you well, your names? Dude, everybody question. knows that. Who was your mom and dad? Question. Where are your weapons? What's your favorite pizza? The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You know what the sad part about these questions are? Is they are the exact same ones that Kevin Eastman is asked every single time he is on a podcast for an interview. I really feel bad for him because you can tell that he's just going through the motions and just being extremely nice. Which I'm pretty sure he, he really is. But, God, do these guys, like, they all claim to be super fans. Oh, I've been a fan of the turtle since I was a kid. But let me ask you, what's your favorite pizza? What was your favorite turtle? What was the first turtle that you drew? Which one was it? How did you come up with this concept of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Jesus, you would think that these guys do, conducting these interviews would do some research. Watch a couple documentaries. Because... In Turtle Power, he addresses everything from beginning to end. And then you see the Netflix, the Toys That Made Us episode. And what does he do? He explains it again. Same shit over again, beginning to end. Now, I think that these guys are lazy. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. I really don't give a shit. They're lazy. And they just have him on to be what? You know, just a name. So that they can get downloads for their podcast and get all these nerds to listen. Because they got me to listen. I often give these guys chances of thinking that they're going to ask something that he's never been asked before. Making this guy think. And they're not. That's why I said if you've heard one episode of his or an interview of his, by the way, you've heard them all. Sorry about that. I went a little off-road right there. But back to the Oprah Winfrey show. Shredder does make an appearance. We get this party city homemade horrible cosplay fail of a shredder if your mom made you a costume of shredder then that's exactly what it would look like so go if you want to look at this like i said you're gonna 
I'm going to link this whole thing into the bottom of the show notes because he looks freaking horrible. And then he is booed relentlessly. Like when he walked out, I thought he was being accused of someone's father on the Maury Povich show. Now, we've all seen those baby daddy episodes where, you know, the guy comes out and the woman's like, oh, you know, you're the father of this kid. You guys have the same socks on. You see the similarities. And then every woman in there is just booing this guy. That's exactly the same type of reaction that Shredder got when he walked out. And then the turtles act like they're going to pick a fight with him and they're holding each other back. And it's just, it's bad. It's, it's about as bad as you think it would go bad. But then it gets worse. Because we get finally one of the most uncomfortable scenes in this whole thing. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you listen. Guys, let me ask you this. Do you sometimes wish that April was a turtle? Whoa, oh, definitely. Conceptually, that works for me. You know, I... <laughs> <laughs> Where you going? Oprah. Man, I cracked myself up. <laughs> Oprah, I've been trying to talk her into an interspecies relationship for months now. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> well, she, man. And she won't do it, huh? She can't no, hold her breath No, she can't do it. The biggest April problem is she can't hold her breath long enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was about as bad as you think. And it's a lot worse when you look at it, too, because the actress who plays April looks extremely uncomfortable answering it because she's got like this fake smile on her face and she's trying to power through and do her best to get through this whole little questionnaire. The turtles don't make this any better. And then when it's all said and done, Oprah has this dumbfounded look on her face like, uh, what just happened? And I'm thinking, bitch, you asked that like, that's your fault. You took it to that point. Now you got to deal with it. And this clip has been circulating the internet for years. And it's something that I know is going to live on in turtle history as one of like the darkest, cheesiest moments that has ever happened. And I don't blame it. I don't blame anybody for counting it that or for considering it that or putting it in that category. It is bad. What else is bad, too, is I feel like April may have forgotten the answers to the questions that she was supposed to be being asked. Because she does not look comfortable at all in this whole thing. Like, she looks like she's sitting there held against her will and trying to remember every one of her lines. It's just, it's really bad. And it doesn't make anything better that Michelangelo keeps freaking interrupting her every single time. This man will not let her speak at all. What is wrong with this guy? Like, I, I just feel like he cuts in every time she says something, he like jumps in. And has to put his two cents in. The dude just needs to shut up. I would sh- fuck up. Shut the fuck <laughs> So throughout the whole interview, the turtles are trying to stay just about as wholesome as they can, despite what you heard a little while ago. Oprah decides, well, I'm going to go to the audience again to see if these kids have any last questions. And as usual, kids didn't pay attention, so they're asking the same damn things that we heard earlier in this episode. Until one kid stands up and asks a very simple yet bad question about Splinter and Raphael gets extremely triggered and answers like this. What's so special about Splinter? Hey, oh. well, think about it. He's a rat and he talks and he taught us how to be ninja warriors. I mean, that's pretty special right there. Yeah, dude, I think it's so. like Splinter's our dad, you know? I mean, what's so special about your dad? You know he's very special. Because okay. that's what I mean. Okay, what, what do you want to say? What do you want to say? Special. <laughs> Got a pin in my chest. And I can't breathe. Now, nobody, nobody deserved an answer like that. This kid got told off in front of his mom, 
his family probably be watching at home, the audience, Oprah, everyone. No one knew what to say. The, the, the air got sucked out of the room. Oprah just went ahead and segued into something else. April sat in the back smiling, possibly like contemplating what if she's done with her whole life and just thinking full of regret. What, you know, what went on through this voice actor's mind? Like, why did he have to just cut into this kid just like that? Man, that was awesome, though. I'm going to sit here and say that I did laugh my ass off when I first saw this because it really caught me off guard. It completely caught me off guard. I was like, wow, why is nobody talking about this moment? Everybody seems to gravitate towards the interspecies erotica bestiality thing that went on earlier in the episode. But nobody talks about how this dude savagely burned this kid in front of the whole world. It was an amazing clip. Like I said, I've never seen this whole thing from beginning to the end. So when it happened, caught me completely off guard. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to think. I just started immediately telling my friends, you guys got to watch this thing. Just if you're not going to watch the whole 45 minutes, which I'm pretty sure you won't just watch this really like small clip and it'll make the whole thing worth it. You're going to sit and go back and want to watch the whole thing so you can catch what type of shit went on that would not have flown today. And then to make things better, they cut to a commercial and basically came back and ended the show. It was like, okay, that's enough. Before these turtles get really carried away and start making out with each other or whatever was going on, because that's the road that it was going to take. Kids were getting burned. <laughs> and then the turtles were trying to smash on, you know, April and April's like standing there like, uh, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like this was taking a really dark path towards the end. So, you know, I, I would think that Oprah was like, OK, this thing's done. Uh, let's just uh, have the turtles dance on stage. I'll dance up there with them and let's just call it a day. And as I've said before, this is a completely different Oprah show than what you may have seen. Now, I've never watched any of her shows. I know of them. I've seen whatever that they show on TV with little, you know, clips or whatever. But never have I ever watched the whole episode. And this is my first one. But I do know that there's a complete big difference like between then and now. Like remember back then Oprah used to dress like an elementary school teacher or a principal. You know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, you know, what class is she gonna teach next? And then nowadays she's trying to act all hip and cool and you know, whatever. But this was a completely different show. Now I really wish that there was more of a background story to some of this, a little bit of trivia, but there's nothing about it. That's why I keep saying I wish somebody would ask her more questions or maybe just bring it up once. Like, hey, well, what went on through this whole turtle episode? What would you think about it? That would have been something really nice to hear. Because I really like to know a lot more context of what went on. And then there was a clip while I was doing some research. There was a little bit of a, a, a hiccup there because I was like, OK, there's nothing I can find here until I fell upon a two minute Barbara Walters interview for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. Now, they didn't say it was that movie, but if you're a turtle fan and you've been one since way back when, you can tell that the voices were different. You can tell by the costumes that that was the movie that they were there to promote. Well, Barbara decides I'm going to ask about the turtles parents, their mom and dad. Donatello starts crying uncontrollably. And that's when everything gets even weirder because I don't know what they've done. 
to his mask, in the costume, whatever it was. But he was pouring water out of his eyes like if it was a faucet. And then it started shooting out at the rest of the turtles and on top of Barbara. It was just the weirdest thing. And I didn't know what to say. I sat and I watched like with what the hell am I just watching? When did this ever happen? Uh, like they just didn't know what to do with the turtles anymore. They were just parading them out. You know, I, I don't know. And since I painted that lovely picture, I'm going to let you guys listen to the clip. And I will be adding this whole little interview. It's only two minutes into the show notes as well, too. So you guys can follow along and, and see what the hell went on, because this was just unbelievable. Do you know who your parents were? After I watched the Barbara Walters interview, I started thinking to myself, you know, has there ever been a brand since the Ninja Turtles that have been that big, that they had that much press and success since then? I do know that the Power Rangers came out and they're still going as strong as they possibly can be, just as, just as the Turtles are. But I don't think they had that much of a cultural impact. Everybody knows what the Ninja Turtles are. Everybody knows their names and all this other good stuff. But I don't think there has been a brand that has came out since them that has created such chaos. And by chaos, I mean like a promoting machine, a monster out there. These kids were going crazy. As soon as you watch documentaries about these things, you're just like, wow, was it? I don't remember it being that big. I don't remember going to the store and not seeing an action figure on the wall. Uh, maybe where I lived, they didn't buy up everything. But when I start watching more and more videos about what went on in the malls, at the stores, at Kmart, Walmart, whatever it was, these turtles were sold out. And it's like I said, I, I haven't seen a toy or a brand, children's brand, since them that has been that big. Sure, you know, remember the whole Mortal Kombat thing and everybody was like, oh, Mortal Kombat and the games were sold out. They even had a live show, which was just horrible and i may even do a review about it one day but think about it think about it you, you guys may have remembered something that i don't maybe furbies but nobody gives a shit about furbies they never made a live show we don't know i don't know i'm not gonna say we because collectively you guys probably will remember something and tell me ah oh, well you don't remember such and such and it's like okay cool i get it but in my opinion i haven't seen something that big before and uh and we're yes we're still talking about the turtles so, as usual, everything that you heard today, you'll be able to watch it via whatever YouTube link that I'm posting in the show's notes. You can find all my contact information in those same notes as well, too. And now that I've gotten the majority of the weird stuff out from Ninja Turtles, now we're going to finally get to the meat and potatoes next month. And maybe we'll do the 1987 cartoon. Maybe I'll pick a certain episode or, or maybe we finally do the, what was it, the, the next mutation Everybody seems to love the shit on that one. Or possibly, maybe I can uh, 
see if I can do the 1990 movie, the movie that nobody's supposed to talk about because it's extremely way too perfect, the holy grail of Ninja Turtle movies. The world may never know. But I do know this. I'll see you guys next time.